so much for tuning in with the Tea and Whiskey podcast. It's Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. I am your host, Sunshine, aka April Bonet Sunshine. And we're giving you the uncensored, uncut, raw adult conversation you can sip to. It is hump day, Wednesday, with tea and whiskey. It's hump day, Wednesday, with tea and whiskey i'm over here creating a song like that's just what i do i'm a singer i love to create songs anyway we have a great show for you all on this fabulous evening uh this podcast is being brought to you by the nicole paradigm media your go-to for all things media if you need pr need an epk uh, social media advertising email april nicole at info at NicoleParadigm.com. That's Nicole with, with uh, it's, well, I have to spell it out. It's info at N-I-C-O-L-E-P-A-R-A-D-I-G-M.com. You know, we appreciate all of our sponsors here at Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. And if you would like to advertise or showcase your business, please email us at teawhiskeyandsunshine at gmail.com or just inbox me for rates. All right, about to get this thing started. Thank you, Facebook Live, for watching and tuning in with us on this fabulous evening. Here we go. So, we have a great show for y'all on today, guys. We're going to talk about um, how to know if you're in a toxic relationship. Um, we're going to talk about just different things going on. Y'all know this is tell-all book that's out right now. Okay. Yeah, one of the alleged... Um, Ladies that have the encounter with R. Kelly wrote a book and it's viral. I mean, it's in everybody's email And it's juicy. I know y'all Okay, we're not gonna go there yet We're not going there yet <laughs> But check this out. So check it the government shutdown, right? It's still ongoing um Government employees are still not getting paid. And to top things off, um, there's been some issues as far as foods you should avoid during the government shutdown. Um, what? There's actually food that you should actually not um, eat during the government shutdown. And those foods are ground beef, romaine lettuce, raw vegetables, yogurt, eggs, cake mix, cake mix, okay, sprouts, alfalfa, broccoli, I love broccoli, broccoli, and also any ready-to-eat products, like, because they carry pathogens, so we're talking about, like, your cheeses and your deli meats, so y'all need to be very, very mindful be very, very mindful of what y'all eat. Real talk. Because I'm telling you right now, during this government shutdown, the FDA is closed. It is closed and no one is checking the food. Like, okay, so I thought that government employees are supposed to work without pay. They're, they're being forced to work without pay. So no one is checking the food now someone also said I, I read a comment where someone said they've never checked the food mad cow disease e coli you know they shut down the blue bell factory a few years ago you know i was upset about that i was so upset about that blue bell situation so 
uh, some people are saying they've never checked the food. But y'all just be very mindful of that because um, you need to avoid these foods. Again, that's ground beef, romaine lettuce, raw vegetables. Now, if you're going to do raw vegetables, you need to just go ahead and cook them. They say cook your vegetables at at least 165 degrees. Okay? Yogurt, eggs, uh, cake mix, sprouts, alfalfa, broccoli, any ready-to-go products like your cheeses and your deli meats, anything that you, you don't get a chance to actually wash it before you um, eat it, don't buy it right now during the government shutdown. So just heads up on that. Um, I don't know how accurate this is, but it just came out today. And honestly, I'm going to take precautions because this stuff is real. They just recalled romaine lettuce like last month. So listen, I'm going to take heed. I hope you all do too. What's going on, Kit? What's going on, Jason? Thank you for joining us on Facebook Live. All right, so we're going to just get into it. So, we're going to start with the hot topic. I call it the hot toddy because we're doing tea and whiskey. So, R. Kelly, y'all, is still on the docket. The buzz is still going on about R. Kelly. I don't know about y'all, but I'm a little bit, I'm over it. I'm really, really over it. And um, shout out to Kit Tabor because he sent me this information about why there's a possibility R. Kelly is not in jail. He probably won't go to jail um, unless there's some other type of situation or maybe another tape come out and, and the baby girl actually does confess it's her. I don't know. But anyway, so we've they've seen R. Kelly in a Chicago club turning up. Everybody mad about that. We've seen R. Kelly at the Trump um, hotel and allegedly having women held hostage. Everybody mad about that. Ayanla Van Zant says he does not have the capacity to receive help. You know, Ayanla Van Zant is like the oracle. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All my Matrix fans. She's like the oracle of um, self-help. And if she said there's no capacity, hmm. Now the reason why she says that there's no capacity for him is because there's some questions she has her clients or guests fill out and if they can't answer those questions she cannot proceed now she's letting y'all know up front i am not a miracle worker and y'all not gonna put all this stuff on me hey mashika so check this out i was informed by kit Tabor, and i really want him to come talk about this because i don't know all about it but i just did a little bit of research <laughs> but Here's the thing. These consent laws could be the reason why he's not behind bars. I had no idea about consent laws. Okay. So there's this uh, website where um, I went to um, and it shows the ages of each state. That is the age of consent. And I'm going to say about maybe 70 to 80 percent of the age is 16 y'all that threw me for a loop oh my god that just threw me for a freaking loop so georgia the consent age is 16 and illinois the consent age is 17 so here's the kicker so you have this close in age um exemption right it's called close in age exemption and the law uh, it's a law allowing a young person below the age of consent to have lawful sex with an older partner. So this is the thing. 
So if there's a alleged relationship between the two, it's okay by law. Y'all, I can't deal. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some of y'all already know about this or have already known about this, but people like me who have no clue, it's mind blowing. Okay? It's so mind blowing. So <laughs> but she can say what he can't read. <laughs> Shade. <laughs> Check it though. But see, that's the thing, Mashika. He has this whole staff that can read. He has passed people on payroll. Apparently, he's paying these people very well to read for him. He is paying these people, or he has been paying these people very well to write for him. So, listen, money talks according to this situation, okay? So, here we go. Now, this brings me to that book that was written by a young lady who encountered R. Kelly at the age of 16. I know y'all read that book. The book is called A Past You Can't Escape. Sex Me. Confessions of Daddy's Little Freak. I know y'all read it. I know y'all read it. And and, and it's fine because I'm not going to lie. I read shit. And it was juicy. Do you hear me? I know if y'all have ever seen any Zane movies at Z-A-N-E. Mm-hmm. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> if you ever seen any Zane movies or if you read any Zane books, this to me is like Zane times times a thousand. Seriously. And so I'm still trying to keep in my mind like this is a 16-year-old. This is a 16-year-old telling this story. At, at, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But it is raw and it is uncut. And she gives you detail by detail. Now, this is what really pinpointed out for me. Okay. So, she starts off with the book. Now, check it. She actually pursued R. Kelly, y'all. Okay. She pursued R. Kelly. And this is from her prelude. I'm just going to give you a little small sentence. And that's all I'm going to give you. Because everything else, you're going to have to find out for yourself. Because it's, it's just, listen, I wish I could read over the <laughs> It's just that good. So she says, first things first, I'm no fucking victim. These are her words, okay? I'm no fucking victim and I'm no angel. I refuse to define myself as this hopeless woman who was brainwashed, detained, and violated. I am a realist and if I'm real with anyone, I am real with myself. I own up my part in this. Do you hear me? Did you hear what I just read? Those were her words. She said, I am no fucking victim and I am no angel. So, you know, guys, <laughs> when I read this book, it's only 95 pages. You can like read it in like five hours. I mean, you can read it in a day. That's just, I mean, listen, listen. <laughs> she gives you the raw, uncut of everything from her um actually getting dressed she was like i'm gonna go get my man she's been pursuing r kelly she, she loved r kelly she was four years old okay posters on her wall and she already knew that she was gonna meet her man that was her man and she pursued him but she didn't realize what she was gonna get her ass into you heard me y'all that book whoo Y'all, I'm telling you right now. But yeah, so when I read that content, it's like, okay, well, some of these ladies are 
actually pursuing him and then when you get into it it's a whole different ball game but back to that whole consent stuff y'all as long as that's what R. Kelly was doing because according to her book she was in a relationship with R. Kelly they were together they were dating he would come scoop her up buy her stuff take her out you know that she actually believed they were in a relationship because he would show up he met he met her grandmama I mean listen so you know he gained her trust because she was under the impression that they were in a relationship and I'm just gonna give you this part and I'm giving you no more of this book so she felt bad because you know they had been dating that and she was like I need to be honest with him I need to tell him my age so she tells him how old she is and he was like baby girl you can't tell me nothing that I don't already know that's all I'm gonna give you so listen 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 you got cussed out why you get cussed out kid what happened repeat the name of the book sure it is called let me go back to it I'm sorry a past you can't escape it's a long title it's called a past you can't escape sex me confessions of daddy's little freak yes ma'am that's the name of the book there's no name of the author it's it's anonymous and she basically just speaking her truth speaking the truth now I'm not victim shaming when I talk about this I mean reading the book gave me a whole different perspective about some of the victims I'm not gonna say all of them but some of them um, but based on the information about the laws of consent this shit is being protected by law and so if it's an alleged relationship it's okay so it's up to us okay to make sure we protect ourselves mentally and emotionally so it's up to us to teach our children about um making sure that you protect your heart you got to guard your heart because everybody that comes into your life does not have pure intentions and i'm not saying walk around with a wall up just walk around and just be ready <laughs> just be aware of what's going on around you and be aware of the people that are around you watch people's you know track records you know watch people's motives you know you have to really just be on guard I mean I don't know any other way to put it I mean you don't have to just walk around with a wall up but just be aware you know but when you know like and Maya Angelou always says and my husband I hate when I say this quote but when someone shows you who you are who they are believe them the first time not the second time but that first time that first time was your warning that second time is just look what you're gonna do third time is okay why the fuck you there you know what I'm saying? so here we go so here we go we're gonna talk about the seven signs of identifying if you're in a toxic relationship so I have this blogger by the name of Melanie Curtin. So this really, really hit home for me. Like I'm, I just really, really loved the way she came about with these signs. I just had to share it with y'all. So we gotta protect ourselves, and you gotta start off by knowing when you are actually involved in a toxic relationship. So here we go. Hey, Crystal, come on in, honey. We're talking about the seven signs of um, knowing if you're in a toxic relationship number one here we go get your paper and pen write this down y'all it's gonna bless your soul because i had to write it down myself honey because i'm forever growing 
Here we go. Number one, passive aggressive behavior. It's so simple and so minute, but it's so real. Check it out. If you feel something is wrong, but when you ask, what's going on? What's wrong with you? And the other person says, nothing. But then they punish you by giving you silent treatment. That's passive aggressiveness. That's passive aggression. And one problem with this is that it doesn't leave much room for you to resolve the problem, right? How do you know what the issue is if you can't fix it? But they're giving you the silent treatment and they're telling you nothing wrong. But their whole mood has changed, their whole demeanor has changed. And this happens all the time. You just don't know. You just don't know, okay? So passive aggressive behavior is often accompanied by uh, making the other person feel crazy for even bringing it up. Like, I know something wrong with you. You know, if you constantly feel there's something off, but when you try to talk to your partner about it and you get shut down, you may be in a toxic relationship. Okay? So, passive aggressive behavior. You say you're good, but you're really not good and you're throwing shit. You're slamming doors. <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? I'm fine. Okay. All right. Number two. Inconsistency. Check this out, y'all. A relationship with extreme highs and extreme lows that tend to repeat as like a lot. They, they tend to repeat a lot. That's toxic. It's, it's, you, it's you either up or you down. It's, there's no just level. There's just no like just, you know, even ground. Uh, this is especially true if you find it hard to predict when your partner will be upset. You like, what's going to happen today? Ooh, what's gonna go? What's <laughs> you don't know what to expect? <laughs> okay, that's I, I've done it before. I've done it before. Okay, okay. Uncertainty has been demonstrated over and over, and to be very hard on not just the human beings, but also animals. Animals don't like that shit either. And oh my god, if an animal can't deal with your highs and your lows. Why would a human be able to? Okay. So now healthy relationships include conflict. Of course it does, but not all of the time. So if there's a constant up and down, there's never no level. There's never no just even everything is good. It's always child. I don't know what we're going to do today. I'm going to go home and see what kind of mood she in today. Or I'm going to go home and see what kind of mood he in. Child, no, let me, uh, yeah, you might want to, hmm, yeah, handle that, okay? Throwing shit, exactly, throwing shit, exactly. So, here we go. So, number one was passive aggressiveness behavior, and number two is inconsistency. Number three, jokes. Jokes aren't always jokes, okay? Here we go. If your partner makes belittling comments about you, but then claim, they're just joking. There's a problem. There's a problem. Emotional bullies not only stops, not only drop subtle in insults, but they even try to make the victim look stupid. Like, like they're being stupid for overreacting. Like, why you? So why you take shit so personally? I was just kidding. No, you was talking about how big my nose is. <laughs> I know my nose is big. Like. And then you're going to say it in front of everybody. Like, okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, all jokes are not fucking funny. 
They're not. And if you're with somebody that's constantly making you the goddamn punchline, what kind of shit is that? Toxic shit. So, jokes not always jokes. The way you can tell a good joke will make you feel included. A toxic joke will make you feel small, angry, and powerless. Y'all, this is some deep stuff. So, number one, passive-aggressive behavior. Number two, inconsistency in, in the highs and lows. There's no even. It's no we're good. It's always either we're upset with each other or I don't want to be with you no more. It's, it's never just the even ground. And number three is jokes aren't really jokes. Okay? Number four, walking on eggshells. <laughs> My peripheral vision is a motherfucker, okay? <laughs> I was like, you walking on, you walking on eggshells sometimes? <laughs> I'm a woman, 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 woman. I'm a woman, woman. <laughs> All right, walking on eggshells. Ever hide your phone because you're afraid of what your significant other is going to say about a text from someone else? Are you afraid of going out with people after work because he or she might get jealous? Mm. Bullshit. Bullshit. I'm talking about you. <laughs> then what you talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about what you saying. <laughs> I know some people. Oh, you? Okay. Okay. Well, I know a whole bunch of folks. <laughs> I thank God Healthy. I ain't got to worry about this. Okay, thank you. We don't have to worry about that up in here. Healthy relationships are built on trust and open communication. If you often find yourself trying to predict what will make your partner angry and avoiding that, even if it doesn't always work, it could be a toxic situation. Real, I mean, like, this is some deep shit. Like, this is stuff that we kind of ignore and we're kind of like, uh, yeah. No, this is stuff you really need to really just kind of evaluate. You really need to evaluate on this stuff. Or you may think that you're truly in love. Mashika said he asking for you asking for a friend. <laughs> well, now, I wouldn't say that. Uh-huh. I mean, I'm just saying. Are you just saying or are you just saying? I'm just saying. Okay, so healthy relationships are built on trust and open communication. Okay, if you often find yourself trying to predict what will make your partner angry and avoid it, then it's not going to always work. You, you don't do that kind of thing with your friends. Why is it okay with your significant other? So y'all be mindful of that. Because your significant other is supposed to be your friend. Exactly. Your significant other is supposed to be your best friend. There you go. That part. Hallelujah. All right. Number five, y'all. Number five is you feel like you have to ask permission. R. Kelly, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? You said R. Kelly? I'm sorry. That, that just slipped out. I Seriously. Like, he had her calling him daddy. Like, the first moment. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the book. The first moment they exchanged numbers, he gave her his number and she texted him he texted her now he called after she texted and he was like from now on call me daddy oh you talking about that i was talking about his wife mm. all right 
And I'm gonna give you all the, the juice on the book. Anyway, you have you feel like you have to ask permission. A mature adult relationship is compromised with two adults, and adults do not have to ask one another's permission. I'm gonna say that one more time. Adults do not have to ask for one another's permission. Okay, yes, relationships require compromise and you should consider your partner when making big life decisions like whether you should move across country or switch jobs. That is a must. But if you feel like you need permission to make plans with friends or find yourself feeling uncomfortable about making simple choices like. Uh, let me see if it's okay before I you know, commit. Let me just make sure it's okay. Or let me check with baby, see if she got plans or whatever. With your significant other, then there's something wrong. You should be able to still be you. You want to add to that? Well, sometimes in certain circumstances, Mm -hmm. wouldn't that be more along the lines of involving your partner? Making sure, you know, if you got to make a decision if somebody want to go out or something... You know, you're involving your partner, making sure, you know, because you don't want your partner waiting at the house by themselves, waiting on you to come home. Right. You don't, if you got a kid, you don't want, you want to make sure that there's around the clock somebody right there with the child. So, absolutely. I agree with you on that because here's the thing you want to keep your partner involved. Like, it's not asking permission, it's just having an open line of communication. Respect. Respect. Yeah. Like, you know, if I say, hey, babe, you know, I'm getting ready to go. Hang out with some friends after work, okay? Have fun, go crazy. There you go. Because I'm, I'm like this. If I'm, if I have plans, I made plans to go hang out with somebody or go do something. I let my husband know because I want him to know my the last time he spoke to me. Something happened to me. The last time I talked to her, she said she was gonna be here. You know, that's my mentality when I do it. But if it's like you're doing it out of fear. Yeah, I don't do it out of fear. I do it out of respect. I, respect. Put some respect on it. Oh, really? Yes, but I'm sorry. Okay. Did she give you permission to talk? <laughs> well, we had this conversation before the show started, so. Kid got saved. <laughs> all right, kid. All right. Actually, I did not give her permission to talk. We had the conversation before the show. She gave me permission to chime in when I got ready to. So, <laughs> Number six. Constant exhaustion. Trying to predict someone else's behavior or mood changes is tiring and will become exhausting. In healthy relationships, both partners feel normal and relaxed most of the time. Toxic ones, the good periods that were so common at the beginning start to feel fewer and further in between and rarely ever. So if you're constantly feeling drained and exhausted in your relationship, it's time to think of exiting. Like, if it's just absolutely exhausting, like, I I know how that feels. Because, I mean, you can actually tie this into friendships. It's not always about just, you know... Um, intimate relationships. It could be about platonic friendships. If you, excuse me, if you're around somebody and every time you're around them, you just feel exhausted. It's just draining. There's always something going on. It's just, uh, 
You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what mood they're going to be in. You call them and check on them. Hey, oh shit. <laughs> it's like you all good. You're in a good mood and everything. And all of a sudden they just bring down your high. It's like, oh, come on. Like the Kendrick Lamar song. Please don't kill my high. Please don't kill my vibe. It's like, oh, come on. Come on. So constant exhaustion. If I'm serious, if so, if you when you leave someone's presence and you feel drained, you feel like they have sucked the life out of you. It's like yeah, in energy vampires, literally. Like that is a sign of a toxic relationship. The last sign, becoming isolated. Hashtag R. Kelly. Sorry. Uh, part of the problem with exhaustion is your motivation level for seeing anyone else. So this includes friends and family. If your partner discourages you from seeing those close those close to you, that's a major red flag. Major red flag. But the bigger issue is when you yourself stop making an effort to see people you love out of sheer exhaustion. You're just too tired. You're just so overwhelmed with your relationship. You don't have time to even call and, and hang out with your friends and family. Like, it's not even about you being isolated. It's just it automatically happens because you, you're so consumed with this person that you don't have time for anybody else but them. And it, that's very exhausting. Um, the first step when it comes to getting out of a toxic relationship is admitting there's a problem. Be careful. Take care of yourself. And get help if you need it. And that is real talk. Real talks. So number one, come on, write it down, Mashika. <laughs> number one is passive aggressive behavior. Number two is inconsistency. The highs and the lows. Just there's never nothing in between. Uh, jokes aren't really jokes. The insults and, and knocking me down in front of people and all that stuff. Insults, that's that's not cool. Uh, walking on eggshells, you never know what kind of attitude they're going to have. You don't know what you're going to walk into. Um, you feel like you have to ask permission to do anything. Um, constant exhaustion is number six. And number seven, becoming isolated not only with the person making you become isolated but you just do it automatically because you're so consumed by your partner so um if anybody wants to call in the phone line is open so we can talk about this stuff and um what is the number <laughs> i don't even know the number by heart i should know about heart it's on the facebook live let me try to find it really quick y'all What's the number? Do you know the number? I don't remember the number. 469-990-1929. I believe that's it. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe that's it. My double check. I think that's the number. Is that the number, babe? No. That doesn't sound right. It doesn't sound right. Anyway, the phone lines are open, guys. Um, so if you want to call in and talk about this, um, talk about this book, this tell-all book, or talk about these seven signs of knowing if you're in a toxic relationship, please feel free to tell us your story, or you want to reiterate on this, or you want me to elaborate more on this topic, let me know. Again, the number is 469-990-1929. And we could talk all about it, all about it, okay? 
But um, going back to the whole consent laws, that that blew me away because I had no idea that each state has a consent age. And to me, I feel like that protects pedophiles. That's just my opinion. That's just how I feel about it. I feel like it protects the pedophiles. It does. Because why would you want to be with a 16-year-old? I'm just curious. I'm just curious. I'm just cu- I just want to know. Like, why would you want that? Why? There's, there's no really... I mean, we could easily say that you can't help who you fall in love with. You know, and... The heart wants what it wants, and but no, according to this book, my baby girl wrote, uh, it's called "A Past You Can't Escape: Sex Me Confessions of Daddy's Little Freak." Um, according to this book, she pursued him, honey, and he already knew what it was. He already, based on what he saw, he already knew how old she was. So when she confessed to him about. Her age, he wasn't surprised. He wasn't surprised at all. She said all these grown ass women giving ass away. Exactly. You got grown women who's giving away for free. Free. Coochie coupons just floating. Coochie vouchers everywhere. And you want a 16 year old. It's it's beyond me. It's beyond me. You got to pay for that. Kids say I make a sign with the phone number. (laughs) You need to call in, kid. The phone number is 469-990-1929. Feel free to call in and talk about these subjects with me. Feel free. Um, but also, it's not just about relationships. Now, you can have toxic family members too, y'all. Oh, yeah. We going there. <laughs> there are toxic family members. And that's something that people don't really want to like brush on. But it's real talk because um, according to a lot of this this after further review with the R. Kelly situation, with the victims, the parents, that was kind of toxic. It's a little toxic if you really look at the whole picture. Alright, so here's some signs of toxic family members. You feel sad and down when you're around them. Kind of the same thing we talked about with the other one. Uh, number two, you feel angry around them. They just get on your nerves. Ugh. <laughs> number three, you don't want to go see them at all. You just don't want to be around them. You just don't. Probably because they're draining. Who knows? Uh, you find yourself having to take care of them all the time. It's like whenever you actually go to see them, it's always... You got to come out your pocket. You have to give up something. There's something has to be given. You can't just go over and just visit. You can't just hang out and spend time. Um, you feel drained around them. Okay. Hey, Darla Jean. Um, you feel numb around them. Like you just have no emotion. That's number six. Signs of toxic family members. Um, you can't say anything right around them. It's like, I don't care what the hell I say. It's never right. I don't care what the hell I do. It's never right. Uh, number eight, you feel forced to be around them. It's like, if I don't go, I'm going to go to hell. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's just how you feel. Like you feel obligated. It's like I have to, you know. They're forcing you. They put that emotional manipulation on you about coming to see them. Um, number nine, you feel unlike yourself around them. You have to play this role. Um, you just don't feel like yourself. You have to. You can't really be yourself because if you say what you really want to say. You'll probably never see them again. And if you're ready to do that, be ready to, to for that consequence. Trust me, I, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good with saying what I want to say, you know. Uh, number 10, you feel like they control the relationship. It's like everything is based on their terms. Everything is based on when they want to do stuff. Everything based on when they want to hang out. You know, it's never just a mutual, hey, whenever you're available, give me a call. Let's let's get together. It's always based on their schedule and their time. Those are toxic family members. Okay? Now, I can get a little deeper than that. And I can basically take you to where signs that you are a toxic person. Y'all want to hear about that? I'm going to tell you anyway if y'all want to hear about it. What if it's your parent? Let me tell you something. The question is, what if it's your parent? Number one thing that I really would ask, I would advise you to do is let them know how you feel. And um, don't censor anything. Don't sugarcoat it. Don't Mary Poppins it. Tell the truth how you really feel. Sit down and talk with them as if it's like one of your homegirls. Y'all having to sit down. Girls night out, heart to heart. Just release and let them know how you feel and be very specific about what you feel if you have to write it down write it down if you don't feel comfortable doing a face-to-face -face, write a letter and and mail it to them or send them a text message i wouldn't take text message is kind of impersonal um write a letter and let them know how you feel that's the first thing you should do number two watch their reaction are they receptive to what you're saying? Are they hearing you? Or are they or are they being combative? Or are they just, you know, going in one ear out the other? Or are they really really listening to you? Now, if you if they're listening to you, then that means that they are concerned and they want to change or they or they want to work it out with you. If not, and they play that whole parent role, I'm your mom, I'm your dad, and where's this coming from, and all that stuff. Listen, you are the CEO of your life. You terminate, you promote. Okay? And some people have to be demoted. And it's okay. You can still honor your parents. But that don't mean you have to just obey them and live your life according to what they want you to do. You were not put on this earth to please them. You were put on this earth for your own purpose, for whatever God has called you to do. Or whatever the universe has put on this earth for you to do. You are not here to please your parents. They were the actual instrument to bring you here. But their job is done. Okay? After the age of 18, that's it. So, that's that's my advice on that official parents. Because I'm telling you, that's, normally that's what it is. <laughs> it's mostly the parents most of the time. So... Communicate, let them know how you feel, be uncut about it, be respectful about it, and if you don't get the right response you're looking for and there's no reception, then you handle you you deal with them when you want to deal with them. And it's okay to say no. 
It is because you have your own life to live and you have your own things you want to do. If you have a family, you have children, you have a husband or you have a wife, whatever the case, your focus should be on your life and your family. Okay, that's what your focus should be on. And they need to just fall in line because they did what they wanted to do when they were grown. They did what they wanted to do. They had you. They turned up and lived their best life. Then they should let you do the same. That's just how I feel about that. <laughs> so, again, the number is 469-990-1929. Let's talk about this toxic relationship. Do y'all have any um, situations where you were actually involved in a toxic relationship and how you got out of it? Or do you want to talk about your experience in a toxic relationship and how you were able to overcome it? Let's talk about it. Now, I'm going to bring up signs you are the toxic one. The truth hurts, but the reality will dry your eyes. Here we go. Signs you are a toxic person. Number one, lots of friends and family distance themselves from you. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Number two, people seem unhappy to be around you. You are, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Why are you always saying what's wrong with you? <laughs> Number three, you feel like victim. You feel like the victim in life. Um, you are being attacked or um, and you verbalize it. Everybody's always out to get you. It's always somebody trying to, well, yeah. No, it's not everybody else. I promise you. It's not everybody else. I promise you that. I absolutely promise you that. Um, number four, no, number three, number four, yeah, number four, you have to be in control of everything that happens. Your hands must be in everything. You're control freak. And you have to control everybody around you. Everybody do what you say, when you say, how you say it, uh, where you going, what you doing, uh, where you going, uh, stop. Okay. Number five, you don't think before you speak so you constantly apologizing after saying cruel shit to other people I added that but yeah you don't think before you speak so you're constantly apologizing after saying cruel shit to people are you always apologizing damn why I always gotta be the bigger person um it's not about being a bigger person it's about you know taking ownership of what the, what you've done to other people Sometimes it's not always about being a bigger person. Sometimes you just really, you're just mean as fuck. You need to hold up to that. You might be a little toxic. Okay. Um, next one. You need to be validated, validated by people. Hmm. You need to be validated. If it, if, if, if so-and-so I'm validated, I'm, it ain't going to happen. If, if, if I don't get at least 12 likes, I'm taking this post down. I'm just making this up, but I'm sure this is real. <laughs> okay, the next one. You have an addiction problem. Hmm. R. Kelly? No, I'm just kidding. 
You have an addiction problem. That's the next one. The next one, you are constantly thinking negative thoughts about yourself and life. Now, you know, whatever you think about is what you bring about. So be mindful of your thoughts because your thoughts become things, y'all. Like, this is so real. Like, I used to just, like, laugh at that stuff. Like, I don't know if y'all have ever seen the movie or read the book called The Secret. Just Google it. It's called The Secret. I don't know who the author is. But it's called The Secret. And it's basically about the law of attraction. And, oh my God. It's amazing how your thoughts, whatever you think about. Have you ever just thought about somebody and you, this person just stayed on your mind? And all of a sudden you get a phone call from them. Or you just see them out and about. Like, I was just thinking about you. Oh, I was just talking about you. Because you would thought about that person. The frequency of your thought brought that person into your presence. So if you could do that by just doing something simple like that. Think about how you're bringing all this, you know, what, whatever bad stuff that's happening in your life. You drew that to yourself. What, whatever horrible stuff that's going on. You brought that on to yourself. And if we can like really, really like. Take ownership of some of the stuff that we do. I'm telling you. This is some real stuff. So, you're constantly thinking negative thoughts about, uh, about yourself and life. Stop doing that. Okay, that's toxic. Um, you take everything very personal and find ways to make other people pay for it. Now, that's just petty. That's, you, that's just petty. That's just petty. You take everything personally. And you find ways to make people pay for it. They, they weren't even talking about you. you. Somebody, a whole group of people were laughing over there in the corner. And you thought they were laughing at you. And now you're ready to just start going off on folks, cussing folks out. Why? They were talking about Red Housewives of Atlanta that, that aired yesterday. And you you mad. Why are you mad? Get out your feelings. Because you didn't get a chance to see the episode. Is that what it was? Because <laughs> you missed it. You mad. <laughs> and they gloating about it. Is that what Spoiler it was? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Stop doing that, y'all. Stop taking things so personally and get out your feelings. And quit trying to take revenge on people who ain't any... They're not even thinking about you. They're not thinking about you, y'all. Okay. Um, you gossip about others and put them down. Like, why are you doing that? You gossiping and putting others down. That is toxic. If you see these behaviors in yourself, then you have to admit that you have a problem... You may feel angry, upset, drained, or mistreated by people. But, that may simply be because you are a toxic person. Here we go. We got a koala. You on the line with Sunshine? What's on your mind? Great evening, Queen. Great evening. Hey, who is this on the line? Who we got here? It's sexy bubblicious. Sexy bubblicious. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sexy bubblicious. What you got to talk about today? What you want to talk about? Sexy bubblicious. Uh, I'm shy this kid. Hey, kid. Sexy. Now this sexy bubblicious. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So what's on your mind? Yeah, there's a lot of things on my mind. But back to that R. Kelly situation. Yes. And the information that I had sent, um, had a couple of people just just jump down my throat because a lot of folks did not know about the cassette law. They jumped down your throat? And that's jumping down my throat. 
Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about you know it. Me. Yeah. Well, just like I told, like the cassette law, just for the it's not just for the state. It varies from county to county as well. Really. Wow. Because each time something transpires, yeah, all get put into play. In which most of them laws, just like you said earlier, they're there to protect the pedophile. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Because a lot of the, well, majority of pedophiles, we have the black pedophiles, which are kind of low-key, and the only reason why they're low-key is because they're protected by family members and so forth. That's very true. Wow. Where I come from, yeah, it, it's happened. But wow. the whole ordeal, I realized some things with a bunch of individuals that have actually been sexually abused. Yeah. Or raped. Absolutely. You're right. And that's horrible. I mean, it just blew me away, kid, when you sent me that information. I had no idea about consent laws. And I, I, it just confuses me. Like, why why would that be created? So, I mean, is it seriously the intent to really protect the pedophile? I don't understand. Most of the pedophiles um, are... Caucasian descent. Just put it that way. Whoa, wow. Whoa, this is deep. Well, they are the ones who created it first off. So, I mean, they did used to have sex with the slaves. So, does it really surprise you? Well, this is a thing also. You can go back and you go back even back into slavery. Back to what at 1864. Yeah. When they started changing changing laws and stuff. Because, you know, black people did not have rights back then. No, they did not. So they couldn't speak up for themselves in court. Exactly. You're absolutely right about that. Oh, God. And it get get, get pushed up underneath the rug. Oh, my God. This is, this goes, it goes further than just... Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about that. A lot of these laws were created because, you know, it depends on how long ago the law was created. Because we, I don't really know, do you know how long ago or when these consent laws were first, like, you know, created? It probably goes back to those they, time they, frames. They've actually been changing, they've been changing by jurisdiction and then with public officials, just put it that way, who people vote into office. Oh my God! We gotta uh, do something. Say somebody with a big name, Trump, or basically a pillar in the community, mm. and get caught up in something, then they wind up changing the laws. Cause it's like back home where I'm from, from Memphis. Uh, one of the well, the mayor got caught up. Whoa! Uh, for his little child. Whoa. Well, what the mayor, I'm sorry. Let me write it. It was the Congress. Oh, that's even worse. Congress went <laughs> one child support. Oh, snap. Then when they did hit them with child support, they, um, they wind up changing the laws around there. And to balance the laws out, what they did was they started taking into account the mother's income along with the father's income to balance it out. Where it used to be just the father paying everything. Yeah. 
See, that's what I'm talking about. That's that's that. Oh, that's that bullshit. That is crazy. It's important that you get out and vote. Get out and vote. (laughs) You are so right about that. You are so right about that. And and I'm also learning it's important to actually study your government and actually find out, you know, all these different laws that are out there. Because honestly, do you think these laws, as far as consent, could be the reason why R. Kelly has not been put in jail? I know it's the reason R. Kelly is not put in jail. He said he knows the reason. Oh my God! Like, oh. like when I shared, like when I shared with you about about him, uh, him having receipts and everything. All the victims, they they said that, or well, the victims and the alleged victims. Let me put it that way. Okay. They all said the same thing. R. Kelly took them out of town. Yeah. That means took them out of their jurisdiction, probably Ooh. took it somewhere where the consent laws were different. Ooh. Had sex with these individuals, and which all of them said that he videotaped. So at point, one point in time, and I'm pretty sure this man asked them, you know, you want to have sex, you want to suck this, you want me to eat this, you know. And he did, kid, because he said it. He said he would actually, according to the book, she said he always asked her. So when you sent me that consent stuff, even in his song, what did he say? I admit that I did. No. What was that song when he was asking? I forgot. Yeah. I just lost my train of thought. But there's and there's his song when he's asking. <laughs> I forgot, but I hear what you're saying. I'm a, it's going to come to me in a minute. But that's one of his songs where he's actually asking for consent. Do you mind... If I give you some, <laughs> yes, he's asking you. Do you mind? And in her book, she said he always asked her for for whatever it is he wanted to do to her. Oh my god! Oh my god! And that's why I said that it's gonna be hard for them. He's gonna walk. Yeah. Because if they really had something concrete on his mind, he would have been locked up. You're absolutely but he right. Still continues the tour. He's still selling out shows, because they're willing to go. People, ladies are willing to go. They are willing to go. They want the pipe pipe. Not only that, and with all of them, they've all they've all mentioned that yes, he gave them gifts. He took care of them. Yes, they getting allowances. They were, and, and so was the families. So that's why I said he's free to do what he want to do. Ooh, wee. Long as it's in the jurisdiction with these consent laws. Boy, that, blew, that threw me for a loop. Oh, my God. It just turned my world upside down. And all I could do is say it is what it is. I can't. I cannot argue with the law. Yes, you can, but you wouldn't. Uh-huh. You take it. You take it, okay. I tell him, meet the parents. Yeah, I want to take your daughter out on tour, see whether I can get her a recording deal. Yeah, but you know, I want I want to fly up to my studio in in Chicago. Uh huh. What the parents say? Yes, you can go. Go ahead. As long as my baby safe, whatever. Okay. Now you in? They just say Florida. Hmm. Consent, consent age is seventeen. It's seventeen or eighteen. And now you fly to Illinois, where it's sixteen, and your daughter's sixteen, and or fifteen. Now. Hey, you in a whole other jurisdiction. 
laws are different. Oh my God. Like, I, I didn't even think about it on that capacity. I did not think about it on that capacity because uh, all, all they see is we getting flewed out. <laughs> We're getting flown out. And my dreams are coming true. And you got these parents that are like going hard. They want they want their kids' dream to come true also. And, and they're thinking about, ooh, this big house we're going to get. And, and, and when my baby become famous, we're going to have this. We're going to have that. And all you see is the glamour. And you don't think about, you know what? My underage daughter is with this grown-ass man. Sucking his stuff. Well, you, you think about even when you're flying them overseas. When the consent law. Is as low as thirteen and twelve in certain areas. Oh my God, jeez, what? Why do you think he was over there in Ethiopia? He wasn't Ethiopia. Oh my God. <laughs> oh y'all, this is blowing my mind. So that is so true. Like it's even younger overseas. This is mind blowing. We gotta do something. Okay. We gotta do, there's something something has to be done. A bullet. A bullet. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> this is so y'all listen. Y'all heard it first. Kid has basically just explained to y'all about these consent laws and this stuff is real. This is so real. That's why I feel like it's so important that we know when we are entering into something that's toxic. Because if you think logically, get get out get out of the whole mindset of what come up you're going to receive, or whatever the case. What what are you going to receive? Think about the long term, or think about what is actually happening here. You know, like common sense just like leaves your mind when you see material and when you see you know validation, notoriety, right? That's so scary. You also seen you seen the gentleman now in California, uh, Buck. Who was it? Had the two black. Had the two black. Uh, yeah, he was. Five dinner. He was a politician, uh, right? Yes. Oh <laughs> my God! He was like pumping them with with meth, and and they were ODing, yes. and he they were finding them. And and why is he walking away? <laughs> Why is he walking away? Get back here. <laughs> where, where are you going? <laughs> like, really? Why are you walking away? And they found two dead black men in his house. Exactly. But he's and about almost killed the third one that got away. See, the third one got them receipt because he videotaped. Ooh. They showed bits and pieces of the videotape on the news. Oh, I didn't see that part. I saw the, the the first part where they talked about the two guys, but I did not know about a third guy. That was a third guy? Yeah, the third guy explained everything and what he did, how he did it. Mm. And the guy was from Michigan. So they were getting flewed out. <laughs> well, actually, he, actually, he got flown out. He got flewed he out. Out. He got flown out to uh, to Cali and picked, took a cab to his um, apartment and oh my they, god, they, both they drank. Try to stop, but they can't. And, then, <laughs> and that was it. Cause he said he just remember kind of whizzing out, going crazy. He mm. said it was turning him on. Mm. 
Mm. And they had sex, and then when he came through, and he went off on him, kicked him out. Oh paid my god! Paid him his two hundred and fifty dollars and told him to get ghosts. That is crazy. That is crazy. So it's like, it's I swear it's like money. Your money and power is like it's. It, I, I can't even put it into words. If you got money and you have power, it, which gives you the power, you can get away with anything you want to. If you got money, you got power. If you got power, you got influence. That's it. Exactly. That's it. That is horrible. Yeah, well, they say everybody got their price. They do. Everybody has a price. And whether they choose to believe it or not, you do. Money talks. But it just blew me away. That's why it's important, like I said. Get out there and vote. Get out and vote. Your vote does count. And make sure you do contribute to to your candidate campaign fund. Absolutely. And if it's a nice contribution, they're going to remember. They sure will. That's in your letter every month. Every situation you got, hey, they'll address it. They'll be like, oh, okay. That's in your letter every month. Thank you so much. Are you going to send some more? They'll be like, they'll be like, Sunshine, how much did you contribute? Oh, 5000 Okay. What's the problem? Right. I got, I got a problem over here with this building over here. Oh, no problem. This ain't no building could be. Right. And make sure you go to your town hall meetings. If if you are able to attend those meetings, go to them. Please do. Oh, Please it's do. real talk. That is so real talk. Cause you're able to ask, you're able to ask questions and get direct answers. And you can, if they not giving you a direct answer, you know, hey, basically you full of s h i t, sugar honey iced tea. <laughs> exactly. Kid, I thank you so much for calling in. I'm so glad you finally no did call in. But because I just really wanted to get an explanation on the consent. I mean, I did a little research, but when you sent me that, I was like, whoa. It just changed my whole narrative of this whole situation. It's like, listen, this dude is covered. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. And I'm going to keep sharing. I appreciate your support. I appreciate your support so much. And if you were here in Texas, you would actually be sitting right here next to me talking about this stuff. Child, I am in Texas. What are you talking about? You in Texas? Girl, I'm in deep. I'm in the big deep. Stop it. Johnny B know how to catch up with me. Okay, then. Well, you know what? We're going to have a talk after the show. Do that. Yes. Because she said your page said something about Wisconsin or something. Wisconsin. Wait, nah, I, it's like Tennessee. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we're going to have to have you come on the show. Yes. I'll do that. All right, kid. We'll talk to you next week, honey. We'll definitely be in touch with you very soon, sir. Cool. All right, you have a good evening. Thank you for calling. Alright y'all, that was Kid Tabor. I mean, I appreciate all of his support. Like, he sent me an actual link about the consent laws. And that's pretty much the reason why R. Kelly is not 
and has not been in jail. So if you have anything you want to discuss or talk about in regards to toxic relationships or this R. Kelly situation or this tell-all book, please feel free to call 469-990-1929. Again, that's 469-990-4, I mean, what is it? 1929. And we can talk about it. But y'all, I'm telling y'all, this this right here, this shit right here, son? This shit right here? I'm telling you, Jason, if you want to call in, call in about the end of the show in a little bit. But if you have a thing you want to talk about, come on and call in, Jason. Let me know what you got to say about this. I know you've been dying to talk to me. And I've been dying to hear what you have to say about this whole R. Kelly situation. All of that. Feel free to give me a call right now, 469 990-1929. What's on your mind? Tell Sunshine. Hey. But y'all, I hope you guys really got something out of this. One more time, I'm going to go over these toxic relationship, the toxic relationship signs. Number one is passive aggressive behavior. Number two is inconsistency, like the highs and the lows. And there's no in-between. Um, jokes are not really jokes, which means they're being insulting and they're like pretty much insulting you in front of, in front of people, making you feel really small. Oh, uh, you're always walking on eggshells. You never know. We got a koala. We got a koala. You're on the line with sunshine. What's on your mind? Man, I mean, as far as the consent laws and all that, I feel like this right here. It okay. Falls down to this money. I mean, money, it's like it, it, it basically rules out everything. Depending on how much money you got, how much wealth you got, you can make anything go your way. You get what I'm saying? Absolutely. And so it's like, with this R. Kelly situation, man, most of those parents, they consented all the way to the top because they knew, they knew what they were getting their daughters into. I know me personally. If my daughter... 1617 Mm-hmm. They can say there's a Yes, he, talk about he, it. He's getting, he's getting straight off. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. He done done all, and he's not the only one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, y'all, they, they looking at Carol, and I'm like, don't get me wrong, I did not, I did not uh, approve anything he was doing with those little girls. Cause right. that's just I, got, I think that's why God gave me daughters, because I can't even watch a movie, a, a fictional movie, 
seeing a little girl get raped. Yeah. I can't watch that. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So it's like, wait a minute, I see them all pointing fingers at, at, at R. Kelly, but yet, see, you got all these pedophiles out here yeah. getting slapped on the wrist day after day after day. Yes. You got, I, I know a kid that stole, I think, maybe a uh, $200 necklace or something like that, and mm -hmm. he got three years in the penitentiary. But wow. Then still, you got these grown men going out here robbing these kids of their childhood. Some of these yeah. kids, when they rape them, they'll never be able to have a child again. So what's getting, what, what, what percent, give, what, I don't care what law that, that, that's supposed to be lined up with consent laws, there, there's no way that a person should get off and get a slap on a wrist for ruining a child's life. I agree it's, with I mean, you. It, 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 it plays big on their mental and all that, you know. It does. It's, it's like I said, it's, it's, it's crazy, man, because it's like the guy with uh, that owns A&E, the one who, and then the Lifetime Network, the guy who put the, who, 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 who gave the okay to Addis R. Kelly story, he's a pedophile himself. Oh, why my God. He on, why isn't he on his own, why isn't he on his own network he talked about? Wow. Uh, because he owns the network. He has the money, he has the power of over the situation. Wow. And, That's so and deep. Just, and, and, and it gets it gets deeper than that because you can't tell me, uh, Jay Z. A lot of people say that a lot of people don't want to talk about that. The reason why that best of both worlds tour didn't go on and then it came to a stop. Jay Z just made a comment. He didn't approve some of the things our Kelly was doing. Yeah. If, if we know now that you also know that you you know that was a little girl that was walking with our Kelly backstage and all the stuff that was going Whoa, on. Oh, that's real talk. That don't make you no better. All <laughs> the people that was around our kid, all the adults, even the one, no, do not point the finger only at our kid. Yeah, he deserved to get his ass beat, shot, whatever you want to call it. Because I know, I mean, even my mom and they was looking at me, the first person came to mind was me. They were like, hey, you got the best heart in the world, but I know one thing about it. Huh. R. Kelly would have registered hand out there to my little daughter. For one, we my daughter wouldn't have been at his concert. Number but one. If we'd have been in a situation where he'd have been, he'd have found my daughter and he'd have his hand out there, I can guarantee y'all, R. Kelly, you would have never heard of R. Kelly song come from that band ever again. <laughs> ever. I'd have heard real, real bad. Okay. I'm not a straight cast million devil on R. Kelly ass when it comes to my baby. You're a real so, dad. <laughs> yeah, this is why I, I'm like, I'm looking at these parents and they come out, we didn't know, we didn't know. I'm like, yeah, right. Oh, but you know, if it's, if, it's, if it's a freeway full of cars flying down the highway, you know not to try to cross that, that, that highway like that. Unless You're right. There's no cars left in the state. So how can you tell me that? You didn't know that you was putting your daughter into an unsafe situation. Yeah, you're right. They all saw the tape. They, I mean, everybody knows about the whole R. Kelly and the and the and the tape, and and they know all of that. But they were like, well, since he was acquitted, okay, then it's okay. That's what they were thinking in their head. That's not a good enough excuse for me either. Exactly, acquitted. Now, exactly, and I'm just like, come on, man. And then that's the thing, though. It's like everybody's been talking about this. Illuminati stuff, everybody's been talking about all the stuff that goes in when it comes to fame and fortune and all that. that and mm -hmm. You know, they've been saying this for years that to get to a certain level. I just looked at a video of Noriega. You can go, you can go on YouTube. Noriega said these words. He said it's three doors. He said there's a left door, there's a right door, and there's a straight door. He said you go left, 
you might be doing something that's homosexual or something that's pedophile. Mm -hmm. He said, if you go right, you might be doing some type of sacrifice, want to get ready for something like that. He said, I can't, he put, the, he put it in these words, I can't just give you the, the exact content, uh, extent of it all. Mm -hmm. like, but all I know is this, I'll say this. He said, he went straight. And he said, he never went platinum again. It wow. It's been two years since I went platinum. And who now, was this again? This is Noriega. Whoa. Whoa. Think about it. Every time they, no, everybody always say with a smoke, there's a flame or something like that, right? Yeah. But my model's always been they, they always be right. Every time they say they, they say this, they say that. They always be right, especially when you keep hearing they over and over. They, yeah, who is they? Who are, Who is they? Where are they at? They is, a, it mean, I mean, it even goes all the way back to Michael Jackson. A lot of people love Oprah. And, and, and a lot of my black sisters, are, hey, they, oh, you been not talking about Oprah? I'm like, say, man, y'all better watch this. I mean, y'all better pay attention to wake up. I mean, think about it. Wow. It, it, it's, it's like, they keep putting consent here and consent there. And I'm like, yeah. oh, we can erase that word consent. You know what I'm saying? And we we know, really should. Back to who's in power. Because that, 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 the consent has nothing to do with you ain't got to consent to nothing. And still, if they, if they want to, they can destroy you. They you could. Think about how many people you know personally. I'm pretty sure everybody that's watching this cast or listening, they all know at least one person that can sing extremely well, sing so good, or yeah. rap so good, or yeah. so talented with their acting, that why isn't this person already in the limelight because they won't you yeah So right about that. Things that people have to start to get in mind. You have to realize that. Well, it, uh, I'll give you a good example. The movie The Matrix. Yes. A lot of people keep looking over that. Now, Listen. You, you can look it up. Most movies have to be at least 80% actual fact in those movies in, to get us to sit down and watch it and want to be interested in the movie. Yeah. You see what I'm they make you think. Because Exactly. When you see these movies, you're like, okay, if if I, if if I didn't know that this type of thing happens for real in real life, I wouldn't even really want to watch the movie. Exactly. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So it's like when they when they when they telling you in the Matrix, everybody's still getting it twisted though. They're looking at the Matrix. This is they basically said we're living in a computer generated world. Mm -hmm. Technically, now we have all this social media and all this internet stuff. Technically, we are because. You just see a video of something happening and never know the truth behind that video, and then people just right off the back and call the, the, the person or the 
the, the, the people in the video, they're wrong for the dirt. How do you know what really went on? All you see is this part. Right. Generated through this computer technology. Mm -hmm. And then they shot it to everybody's phone. And now we're all blaming this one person. But we don't even know the true story of it all. That's so very true. Basically, with the Matrix, with the, and that was a black woman that wrote the movie The Matrix. The I didn't the know that. Yes, this black lady wrote this book to try to wake us all up as pe as a people to get us to understand. Look, and then they, again, people are thinking, oh, so they're saying that we're living in a computer-generated world. No, she's trying to tell y'all what you see is not actually it's not what, what it you is. See. That's why what the oracle. Okay, the oracle. I get it now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like it's like and it's it's like now it's like. They have cloning going on. It's so much stuff going on. How did you know that that's Donald Trump? How did you know that that was President Obama? Now you're scaring you know me. You know that there's clones. <laughs> you know yeah. It, 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 this, 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 this whole thing is bigger than because again, you gonna tell me that the pe the powers that be did not know R. Kelly been doing this. I'm sure they did. Well, we did know what he was doing. We all knew. Yeah, we all knew. Yeah, we did. And we swept under the rug. And the reason why nobody got upset about it back then is because they didn't change, let's say, like in the major. They didn't change the program. They changed the program just now. Now, if they changed that program way back when you messed with Aaliyah, right now, our Kelly wouldn't be where he was at. But see, that just goes back to, like Nora Edgar said, it's three doors. It's certain levels. You know, they say it's levels to this shit. It's levels everybody to this shit. As, <laughs> yeah, everybody's taking that as a, a new term of terminology. But it's like, real, though. Exactly. When, when they say it's levels to this shit, they're telling you. If like, you want to get, like he even, he even said these words. If you want to, if you want to, once you get so much and so many million, if you want to get on up there and live, now you got some things you got to do. Oh, God. Let me take out one of your loved ones. And the one we see that you love so much, in Kanye's case, your mother. Everybody thinks Kanye is specific, but Kanye is having a nervous breed. He's going crazy in his mind because he sacrificed his mother. Now, a lot of people say, oh, here we go with this Illuminati sacrifice stuff. <laughs> I don't believe in that stuff. Well, get on up there and try to become an actor and model. And I guarantee you, they're going to take you to one of them parties. When you get oh, to God. the level, well, you're going to be seeing 30 and 40 million dollars and seeing that KD and Beyonce money. I promise you, you're going to go to one of them parties and they're going to tell you when you go through this door here. We don't talk about what goes on up in here, okay? Oh, they, Lord, not door number three. Click right here. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's, I mean, and then you have to go back as far as Masonic and things like that, uh, um, hand signals and things like that. It's certain signals that they make in front of your face every day, all day. Oh, Even wow. Oprah, when David Chappelle was, was discussing this situation with Oprah, and he said this, there's something totally wrong with Hollywood. These are David Chappelle's. I believe it because he he went hiatus and like left like he just quit his show and everything. So I I, I agree with what you're saying. Like he formed in Kansas of all places and said, "This is my fu Hollywood form." And Oprah, <laughs> she puts her hand on her. She puts the index finger up against her temple, and that was letting the powers that be know that 
I'm going to hold our secrets. I'm going to keep our secrets in here. Oh, my God. And then Michael Jackson. Go back to that Michael Jackson interview. He will tell, he says right there, he says, they. The word they, there it goes again. Everybody keeps looking over this word they. You see what I'm saying? Michael Jackson says, I want to do this, but I can't say this because they, and then over says, who is they, Michael? Clear with this, man. I'm looking over like, oh, okay, we're going <laughs> But I'm saying, because you got to do your part too. Before oh, you wow. Wow. Mike said this, and then if you go back to Michael Jackson, this is it. Why did you think he called this is it? This is it. Why? This is it. This is, this is my last run for it. Yeah, he on, on his, and if you look at the movie, the man, you can look. I, I, I used to work for kids, so I had to read faces. So I had to get familiarized with reactions in people's faces and things like that to know when something was about to go down. Yeah. So I used to lock up Union Station downtown at night. Whoa. Mike, he said he's right. Why he was supposed y'all? We have to get this together. We don't have time. And you can hear the trembling in his voice like he's about to cry. He was worried. Oh, my God. They were coming for him. Now, oh. Michael Jackson owns Paul McCartney, all the Beatles archives. Yeah, you're right. He does. Well, he don't own no more. Guess who's yeah. Pris- Priscilla Presley, right? He got his Paul McCartney. No, he got his, he got his That's right, because he, he got it from Paul, and then Paul got it back. As soon as he died, though. Mm-hmm. Paul McCartney got it back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. what consent was that? I just didn't consent for that to go back. Any, any person that, that, that has obtained all this stuff, the person, this one, there's one person, Michael Jackson, nine times out of ten, ten times out of ten, would have left everything to and, 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 and if something would ever happen to him, and we all know, the boy loved his mama. He was a mama's boy. Yeah. She would have left up everything, you see. But then they came to him and said, we're going to do it like this right here. You're going to act like these are your kids, when actually these are their kids, and we're going to make sure that you leave all your stuff in a big percentage of all your life's work to they kids. But oh, you call them Oh my God! You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, it, it, it's it's way deeper than, than anybody can say. And I, I know a lot of people say, "Oh man, you're a conspiracy theorist." I'm like, "No, no, no, man, I'm just a No, you got people out here you know speak. They're saying that you're speaking the truth. Kid Tabor is like, "You're speaking the truth." He's like, "Preach, King. You you preaching." That's what he's saying. And it's like it's like you know me personally. I, I see like when I go over the road, a lot of people are like, "How do you do this job on the road?" and you're away from home and you're in different states all the time and yeah. stuff like that. And I said, you have to be on point, man. You have to know. You have to, you can't, it, it gets way, you see, our people, they, a lot of them wasn't taught that there was a time where you felt things. Like, you listen to me, I mean, my sound crazy. I listen to the trees. I listen to the wind. I listen to yeah. everything that goes on around me. Yeah. We are people of nature. If we came from dirt, then, yeah. hey, we just, I mean, think about it. Like You're so right. I agree with you. A lot of people talk about this, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not trying to get off subject because this consent thing, it all goes all in one whole thing. There's no such thing as consent. You see what I'm saying? Okay. There's only what they want and the powers that be because believe it or not, they listen. Have you ever, I, I'll give you another prime example of that. Have you ever noticed 
I know all of us have done this once upon a month. Some point in some point in your life, you thought of an idea. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you're looking at TV and your idea pops up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But but when you when you when you go across your floor on your carpet, remember I know everybody did this when they were kids. Now see, don't lose me here because I know <laughs> it's so it's so much you can get lost fast. Okay. Remember times when you was a kid and you grab your feet across the ground. And you touch your friend, you shock them. Yeah. You turn off the light. They taught us about a static electricity in school. Exactly. You turn off the light and touch them. And you can see that electricity come out to your body. Right? You can, yes. Okay. Well, if static electricity is a form of electricity that goes through the airway. Okay. Well, then your brain frequency, all that stuff, that static electricity goes through the airways, or your brain frequency goes through the airways, and they tune in, and all of a sudden now your idea is after. Whoa. Yeah, that law. Listen. It evolves all the way back around where they want you to believe in death. Now, you can't believe in death, because think about it. Every year, the leaves on the trees fall. Yes. But at the same time, next spring, same tree that was in your backyard gonna be full of leaves. Exactly. Right back to you in the same spot. Yeah. Unless you cut the root. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't believe that there's a such thing as this. I don't think there's and people that think like me, I have to be extremely careful. That was one of the reasons I took up truck driving because it's gonna be hard to pick, hard to hit a moving target. But at the same time, <laughs> with all this, with all this, 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 this satellite imagery and everything. And you can Google your house right now. It's going to pop up. Oh, yeah. If car was outside your house last year at a certain time, that car going to pop up on Google Earth right now. That's right. They take the pictures of it. They take the picture from the satellite. You're right. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, this, this shit is way more to digest it being a consent law. You see what I'm saying? Wow. It, 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 it's, it's, not, it's not, there's no such thing as consent law. That's, it, it's more or less the power that you have some of the richest people in the world hiding some of the, the, the most secretive things that they because they don't want us to know this. They don't want us to know that there was a time where people could talk with their mind without even opening their mouth. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like, it, it goes back as far as the pyramids. They know how the pyramids were built, but they want they don't want us to know. Right. You see what I'm saying? They want to say, we cannot replicate the way the Egyptians built the pyramids. They don't want us to tap into our full selves. There you go. They want us to be dumb all the way down. So that's where they come up with consent law or this law and that law. Because we tell them, we got people trained to believe the law or to go by law now. This This is the thing. You see what I'm saying? Everybody's mind is transformed by the TV and the media and the law. But then you yeah. have to ask yourself, who gave you the right to make this law? And then when you think about it, I'm not trying to be prejudiced because I love all of you. But I'll say this right here. There was not black men and, and, and Mexicans and Chinese. It was no nobody but white people writing the law back in the day. So mm-hmm. how could the law ever be for all the people? You see what I'm saying? Because yeah. That's why they call it the just us system. Oh. I mean, it gets so deep to where it's like it's so many elements it's like a jigsaw puzzle you got over a billion different pieces yeah to make this one big picture to make the one picture when you think about the pyramids i'm like wait a minute there's no way in hell nobody they didn't they human it was only one way to build a pyramid 
They built downward. Think about it. They just started from the top and spiraled down and dug up the earth the same way they do whenever they're building highways and stuff like that. That's yeah. how the pyramids were built. They built them down in a spiral. They just went down. And in other words, if you start at the top and you go around and go to the next level, get bigger, go around, and you go to the next level, yeah. get bigger, go a little bit deeper, and you just keep going around and around until the land is paved out, and then you have this big-ass pyramid. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. That you said in the, that you stung in front. So it's like preach today, all sir. That's going on when it comes to uh, Kelly and all the people that are popping up now and all that stuff. Man, all this stuff is actually being thrown out there just to keep us all off target. Yeah, Kel, you're wrong as hell, dog, because you know what you were doing. But you got that's something that you that, that that's that's the money that you were doing, man. You. You knew this, 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 but at the same time, you, everybody that's in that industry, y'all knew this shit was going on. They did. Y'all knew. They Half did. Of them knew that was, most of them know what was going on. Same thing with Bill Cosby. Man, come on now. How y'all gonna say that this man did this to these? These girls, all of them were probably young, partying, and popping pills. And some of them 17 year olds, even though a lot of people, when they were 17, they ain't none of that bullshit. My daughter's 17. I raised with an old school way, and I yeah. asked Dr. Glue, who's, who's one of the rappers you like? You know it hurt my heart, she said, 21 Savage. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when I, when I told my dad that I like Tupac, he was like, all right, that's that goopy goop shit, man. All right, you need to listen to Marvin Gaye. So, you know, it's just a change of scene. But yeah. point of, the point that I'm making is I asked my daughter, hey, you want to be a chef, right? You, you, you want you, you already taking the culinary art classes and everything in school. That's now, right? good. I said, if 21 Savage came to you and said, I can make you a chef tomorrow. And I don't even want to give you no alcohol. I just want you to come to my concert. What you going to tell them? And she was like, shoot, let me tell them. I'll tell you what, you can give me the tickets when I have my daddy's plane. I got to okay that with my father. I'm not going nowhere with you. She's 17. That's good. You can't tell me these other girls didn't know what they were doing. You see what I'm saying? Now, yeah. When it comes to that little fifteen year old, those parents, they either they, they sat on the documentary or Spock or whatever that man you said, mm -hmm. they said it wasn't their daughter. That was because y'all basically sold your daughter off just like you would sell a hook off on the street. Basically. That's been going on for years and decades. You're so, absolutely right. It's like when it boils down to the laws, man, they can weed that shit out. That 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 has nothing to do with it. It's the powers that be, the people with the biggest money and that pull the biggest car. I tell you, he done done something to them folks in this little old big organization that they all in, big conglomerate, whatever you want to call it, mm -hmm. they all a part of. He done, he, did, he didn't do something they wanted him to do. And they said, okay, we should expose your ass. And then it, it's an interview that I saw with Ross Kelly, or it wasn't necessarily an interview, it was a, a, a case where he was talking, he was like, I'm already old now, I'm up too high now, they can't stop me now. He's there, there, that way. Yeah, they. they. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they, he said, they can't stop me now. People love me now. And they like, oh, you don't think we can stop you? Yes, we can. We'll show you we can stop you. Listen! <laughs> so, like I said, it, it's deep. It's deeper than most people would think it's a beat. You're right. You know, they keep hiding behind law. But... When it all boils down to it, it, it has nothing to do with the law because the law is basically on it out there to keep us saying, well, 
the line is this and the line is this. Keep us confused. But I'm like, nah, 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 y'all ain't finna confuse me with that bullshit. I've seen what the fuck going on. Wow. Little sick ass, pain in the ass shit going on. And that's why you got so many kids out here that inspired to be actors, artists, rappers, and they are very good at it. Yeah. But they can't get that. Yeah. You know, and it boils down to it's like this right here. I hate to share this idea because it was one of my ideas that I always been thinking of in my head. Well, don't share it. Don't share it if you don't, if you want to keep but, it as an idea. No, I, I don't mind sharing. Okay. I'm like, why does everybody run to Hollywood to become famous? Why can't we build our own Hollywood? Talk why about it. Why, why can't we all just, I mean, think about it. Talk we about it. We need Hollywood to make a good movie now. now You're preaching. This YouTube video. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But so many people are I gotta get to Hollywood to become this big star. I gotta get to Hollywood to be a part of a movie. No, you don't. Yeah. You can be a part of your own. You can create movie. your own. We can do everything that they're doing in Hollywood, New York, whatever. You don't have to be what they are to do this. You're so but right. I will say this. They are gonna they don't show once they see you popping off, they're gonna come at you first and say, Well, we can make this better for you. We can make this happen overnight for you. Yeah. But there's a, there's a catch. There's something we got to have in return. Now, if if uh, that if we can't get what we want, you'll never make it. And if you start getting too big on it, we're going to put you in jail or you're going to wind up dead or something like that. I mean, it even goes back to Tennessee. Tennessee was murdered. Yeah, he was. And it was because, if you notice, he was talking about them boys out there in the left kissing each other in the mouth and all that stuff, <laughs> acting like they straight up jeans when they're on the stage. And he just even said, and if, if you go back to the interview where him and Bond B were sitting in a room, and Tim C, he loves Bond with his elbow. He said, yeah, Bond, this is what I want to talk about, man. I want to talk about uh, these boys out here acting like they some straight up gangsters and all that. They look, ain't got nothing against gays and none of that stuff. But if you're going to be gay, then be gay and come on with it. But don't be, don't be, Acting like you were straight up jeep around us and then behind closed doors, behind closed doors, Whoa. you got the boys busting up your back. You see what I'm Same thing that they been saying for all these years. You got to go to that little room and you got to do something crazy. I don't know what you want to cop to each his own, but you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. When the PLC started commenting on that, Tennessee wines are big. Yeah. Alleged you know overdose. Saying? Yeah. You're absolutely you right. Look at Bond B's face in that video. Bond B like, yeah. Yeah. And then it's certain words that Tennessee chose to use to try to wake people up. When he said, man, I've been rolling with this boy right here 20 years. We do not the same that all you boys that's in these rooms having these orgies and stuff with other men. I have never seen this man naked. And our Bond B was like, don't want to. But <laughs> Bond B, he was real quiet with his words. Yeah. But Pimp, and then Pimp Keith said, he said, we do not desire. Normally, that word desire is always used in cult religion. Do you desire this? Do you desire to be with us? Do you desire? Wow. You see, and that's why Pimp Keith said, we, I, we do not desire none of this old homophobic stuff. We do not desire this. 
You see what I'm saying? Then he turned around and said this. Don't call me a bum. I'm a man. And I stand on my own when I say this. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Bob is alive because he don't. Yeah. It's always those that actually speak out about it. Those are the ones that just tend to just fall off the face of the earth. The ones that speak about it. Yeah, you were spoken some truth on tonight, sir. And I I thank you so much for calling in. This is Jason, right? Yes, this is Jason. <laughs> make sure. the only one. Listen, y'all, I have known Jason since we were like, what is third grade? Second, third grade? Yep. All the way from the early 80s. Your early 80s. So, like, this is it's such a blessing for you to call in and speak your truth and, and, and basically preach to the people on this evening. Like, you have really dropped some amazing jewels. And honestly, you are right. It's deeper than what we think it is. And I thank you so much for voicing your thoughts and your opinions. And I hope you call back on next week. Oh, I most definitely one. Uh, I've been telling you I'm coming on the show, and I tell you I don't think they're ready for this. This is just a, a <laughs> real uh, what they call it in school a rough draft. It's a rough draft, okay? Because <laughs> uh, I got something that they ain't ready for. I can guarantee you that. You know, ah, I, I think they're ready for it though. I think they're ready for you know, it because it, it's 2019. It's time to do the damn thing. It's time to wake up, right? Yes. Yes. Very much so. Very much so. Absolutely. You know, and, Go ahead. And it's like, you know, it's like, like I say, uh, man, our people, we not seeing what's really going on. You see what yeah. I mean? It's like, it's strict in numbers. And that's the main problem right there. The, the people can't see that, hey, you know what, let's all come together and let's do this. Let's all... Yeah. Put some focus in on this. Let's make this happen. You got people that say they want to make it happen, but when, in reality, they ain't trying to make nothing happen. They just want to be there when the, when they think that the fruits of the labor are, 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 you are, are so, so right. That is so you know true. Saying? But they don't want to rape the yard. They don't want to uh, mm. get out of the, the bad part of the dirt out. Preach. And, 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 and seed it with good seed and seed it with good dirt. You know, they don't want to come out and water the dirt every day. No, they don't want to put the work in because it's it's easy to come back and do the harvest and pick the fruit, but nobody wants to plant seeds, nobody wants to plow, nobody wants to go back and and put the fertilizer, nobody wants to put that work in, and it requires work. I I hear what you're saying. And a lot of people they are afraid. They 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 thinking uh, I don't want to get on camera. I don't want to look like this. You can't be afraid. You can, you can't be afraid. Right. You gotta wake up and, and, and you, you, it's like our people are so strong to the point that they are afraid of their own strength. Yeah. You see, I mean, it's it's like it's like I say, man. It's it's so deep with this R. Kelly man is to where. I'm looking at, look here, man. Y'all got people talking about they can't pay their rent and they can get put out on the street mm-hmm. because of this government shutdown. Then with that, everybody like Trump, 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 Trump. But the Democrats are the ones that came up with the Ku Klux Klan. The Democrats are mm-hmm. the ones that want to keep you in part. They want you focused on government assistance and things like that. The yeah. Democrats are the more 
Oh my God. Because we are confused. right now you got hey if you can't teach them how to fish why you feeding them exactly you see i mean it's it, it just it's simple as this reason why i went to learn to work on cars because i was like i don't want nobody working on my car. i don't want to i want to get the middleman out the way and i see so many mechanics tell people oh yeah this is wrong with your car and it's gonna cost this much i'll be look, i'm sitting there looking i'm like nah man that's that's that. That's the easiest thing, you know what? If they order that part and get it brought to their house, and then they just get your part changed and ask to put the part on, you can't charge them for the part. You can only charge them a little. For the labor. For the labor. That's it. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's like it's so many people. I'm like it's so many people. They don't know this. Yeah. So that's why I'm just like, man, be careful when they say uh, it's the consent law about protecting these these individuals. No, it's not the consent law that's the people that it, it's they, the ones that uh, sitting
You're not the first person that told me to put this in right now. Go ahead and get your book started. Get it started. Just lay out with it. You know what they do. You know the ones that 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 that, that, that has such a uh, what they call a strong imagination. Mm -hmm. They always wind up dead or something. You know. So <laughs> I got to be careful because I, I, I'm sure they listening to me. They listening to me. Right <laughs> right Right, you find that bullshit, boy. We coming for you. They. We, we gonna see if we can get you to consent to some shit. And, uh, nah. Nah, we good over here. We good over here. <laughs> I'm on a whole new level. See, y'all, you better than they better than them. But this is right here. Know that we can do way more than what y'all think we can do. Okay, come through. Well, thank you so much for gracing us with all this knowledge on tonight. You have definitely help the people on today and please 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 be sure to tune in next week and I thank you so much for calling in Jason I will do it and I, and just remember I got you in my writings I always I, I told you a while back that I got something for we gonna get together yes sir so, I, I appreciate it and I'm ready okay I got you all right. Let me get my button in shower because I got to get back up at 3 o'clock in the morning. Ooh, come through. Well, I love a BMW. A black man working. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> you have a good evening. Miss April B. Sunshine, you have a, a great evening as well. Uh, tell the husband how you doing. Hats off to him. She's <laughs> a great woman. <laughs> Thank you so much. We appreciate you. All right, y'all. Good night. Good night. Oh, my God. He gave us some jewels, right, y'all? Oh, my God. That was everything. And um, uh, Kit was basically saying that he could still communicate. Another call. Another call. Let me see who we got coming through. You're on the line with Sunshine. What's on your mind? I think he butt-dialed me. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, Kid Tape was basically saying that um, he could still communicate with his mind. Wow. I'm going to need some skills on that. But, y'all, this has been an amazing show. We've learned so many things about the whole consent law. Uh, with Kid Tabor and of course Jason was saying that there was things beyond the consent law so there's a lot going on beyond this whole R. Kelly thing y'all all I can honestly say y'all stay prayed up stay prayed up protect your babies because the law is not going to and protect yourself by making sure that you do all you can to prevent yourself from being involved in any toxic relationships. Again, this is the Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. And you can always catch us on iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, YouTube, Instagram, which is Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine, all spelled out. Um, Facebook, which is right here, Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. Everything is Tea and Whiskey with Sunshine. And you can always catch me on IG at Tea Time with Sunshine. That's two underscores. Tea Time underscore with underscore Sunshine. Thank you guys again for tuning in. And again, I always say, keep the drama on TV and out of your life. Thank you so much for tuning in. And I will see you all next week. Bye. Yes.